So, cool. Um, well, so, like, that's I don't know, like, a cool uh, dress. Skirt. I mean, whose house uh, is no, I like the. Do you want? No, I like. Uh, I like the the, the pattern. Do you, wanna, do you wanna talk outside or? I don't uh, know. We can talk in the kitchen or maybe we can just we can go outside to my place. Just smoke. You don't live alone, no. Ambrosia, relax your shoulders. Don't worry about it, boo boo. I'ma keep it kosher. Bring your girlfriend over. Love is a conversation. This ain't nothing but chat, and I'm into having relationships to sell. Chip and Dale all around the subject. You wanna run the world, isn't that redundant? Uh, like the feeling of the way you can't stop, can't stop. Like the nutty professor grandma. Keeping tabs on all the right ones. When a nigga date your ex, you wanna fight something? Let's make him jealous. You and me both, I don't believe it. She telling me she Tim Tebow, Jones, Lolo. Let the mood do something to you and see the light, hallelujah. Let's have relations.
Hello, everybody. Good morning, and it is show time. It is Sunday, and it is another wonderful day to be on the pod, the radio, however you want to do. Find it, define it. Hello, I'm Brent Reed. Welcome to all new Downright Sports, uh, the podcast here at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. If you uh, like the show, please subscribe today. And um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment. Thank you so much. You guys are kind. Um, it is Sunday, February 23rd, the last week of the month. month uh, this random leap year, uh, February. So we will have 29 days versus the normal 28 that we always get so that's that's pretty cool something a little different right we won't have it for what it's another four years was every four years it which probably sucks because if you were born on the 29th think about like you don't celebrate a birthday but every like four years you age in dog years (laughs) like your 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 body gets older but like you just don't age on a card i don't know how that works i actually i do i went to college um with a girl who was born on on, the, on a leap year, and she had to celebrate her birthday on the twenty eighth, except for every four years. So I don't see how that's legal. Like I don't see how like you could show your ID, and it was like I was really born on the 29th, but you could do twenty eighth. Like I don't know how you do that. It's very strange to me. Very strange. Every time I do a show, I always keep ESPN on in the background, and I notice that. Um, they're doing. They have a movie or a documentary on Dwayne Wade, and <clears throat> Dwayne Wade was a great basketball player. He really was. But are we making more out to this guy than there is? Like, okay, he did have a rough life. I think his mom was like an addict, and then she became a preacher. And um, he uh, was married young, and then had to raise his kids uh, by himself, and then he married Gabrielle Union. I mean, he came up, so it should be. More, in, you know, it should be inspirational. So it better not be all sad, cause like, there's a guy who went from rags to riches, and you know, I want to hear more about the riches part. I'm, you know, we get a little worn down on everybody's like origin story. You know, everybody's origin story is the same. I was born poor. Like it, they can't get that guy, that narrator guy, to start, and it was like he was poor. He learned how to play basketball with just one shoe and a sock. And that sock had a hole in it. And then he trained himself and only himself how to shoot a ball. And then an old man came out of nowhere. And the old man took him under his wing. And underneath his wing, he became Dwayne Wade. Like, I feel like that's where we're heading down. Michael B. Jordan this fall is Wade. (laughs) Like, it's just, you know. Can we get more? Just tell me how life is that you're rich. Like, I just want to hear about that. Like, I don't really care. Like, you were poor and ate cans of tuna. I was poor. Like, we were all down there. Like, we were all down there, all right? We were all there. I can see the suit he's wearing. And it is a hideous and ugly suit, by the way. Like, the one thing he can't get right since he's got rich is fashion. He just, he dresses, and a lot of NBA players do, like, it feels like the power went out in their house and like there's no light and the the competition is just grab whatever you can and put together clothes and then when you come out that's your outfit <laughs> that's what it looks like it's just god bless them 
Gabriel. And good for Gabrielle Union. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, it's a come up. It's good for her. I'm happy. They got a beautiful family, and, you know, a lot's been going on for them. So good for them. And he got his jersey retired after a year, just retiring, which is wild, right? Because Patrick Ewan, I think it was like six years before they retired his uniform after he retired. Like, I mean, granted, D-Wade bought three championships to Miami. Well, Patrick Ewan, man, like, freaking Patrick Ewan. You feel me? Anyway, let's talk about what I've been trying to put off all morning, and that's the 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 biggest fight of the decade so far, DeAndre Waller versus Tyson Fury. I'm going to give you guys a little <laughs> background information. I did a YouTube show for that fight, previewing the fight. I recorded the whole thing wrong. Like, I filmed it all wrong, and I filmed it at a different location that I was going to edit it at. When I got to the new location to do the edit, um, I could I, I didn't have what I needed. I didn't have none of the good footage. So, excuse me, that show never came out, and it was disappointing because I thought that was a very, very good show. But um, last night was the fight, and I was geeked for the fight. I did... I'm not going to put my business out there, but I was geeked for the fight. And <laughs> here it is. It's one, I'm, it's one fight away from the main event. There's one fight away from the main event. And um, Allie goes to sleep, which is fine because she's, you know, she's not a big sports. She's not a big sports ball person. Like, I don't expect her to um, get geeked up for the same things. So, she's get, so she kind of falls asleep. And I say what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the game while I wait for the main event to pop up. Well, kids, I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning with my head buried into my chest on the couch, and I missed the whole freaking fight. Yeah, I missed the whole fight. The fight I've been waiting for for the last three months, I missed the whole thing. Like, I just passed out and went to sleep. And I woke up and I watched the highlights like you probably should do, and I tell you, I got a text from Issa, a very good friend of mine. Issa, very knowledgeable when it comes to fighting. Um, he's he's just a born, like, he has that knowledge, and he's just a fighter inside. Like, I don't know why he never became a boxer, because he just has it. But he um, texts me, he was like, yo, in fact, I think I got the text, though. Um, it's like, sheesh, man. My man Fury didn't leave it to the judges. So, and then I was like, when I woke up and saw that text, I was like, oh my God, I got to see the highlights. So I went right to Twitter and I started looking and you can see right on Twitter. I saw all the comments and everything. And then I could start, you know, Twitter gives you little bits and pieces and I finally watched ESPN. And he did. He he gave him the business. Uh, Tyson Fury, uh, under, both fighters were undefeated going into last night. This was their second fight. Um, and for Fury to go out, Fury had nothing to lose. He wasn't a champion. Uh, DeAndre Waller was a champion for the last five years. DeAndre Waller, it what is the poor man's Mike Tyson. With that being said, that's he's a great fighter, but he didn't have the the cachet of Iron Mike. Iron Mike had that. You know, you everybody in the world knew who Mike Tyson was, and if you didn't. You know, you know, go jump back underneath that rock you came from. But here you got, here you have two fighters, two undefeated fighters, two beasts 
of men, two guys who tower over one six nine, one six seven, one who got who has a a punch that's just devastating and and, and just will obliterate. I was watching um, they were you know the the, the warm up fight, you know the, the the highlights, and he bust a man, he beat a guy so bad with just one punch. They thought the guy was honest, the guy dead, like he just didn't get up. Like that's how much of a of a monster this guy is and still is but um Tyson Fury is going into this fight to gain everything you know what I'm saying from a from a commercial standpoint from a marketing standpoint from a from a family standpoint Fury is probably more relatable he's you know he's not telling people i want to i want a body on my on my record like he he's not going out saying he wants to kill people he's you know he's he's got his family front and center he performs with the wwe he's out there um you know he's more out there he's more uh engaging um you know deandre wilder gives you some great sound bites man but tyson here's tyson fury and now that he's you know he's the champion and this is good for boxing this is really good because you technically you got three heavyweights two are champions but you have th- two dominating heavy dominating fighters in Wilder and Fury and more than likely there's going to be a part three because the money is going to be that is the biggest uh, box office heavyweight fight ever now granted these numbers are are um these numbers are 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 a little bit have an asterisk to it because the gates cost more you know so the Ali fights the Tyson fights they weren't charging the kind of money they charge now so you know it's hard you know you just can't come out and go yeah the, this is the biggest gate ever when you know the, it's like movies you know this movie this is the biggest movie draw ever. Well, the movies cost more. So, of course, it's going to make a billion dollars. A ticket is $20 to go to the movies. You know what I'm saying? Versus when you went to go see Gone with the Wind, the movie ticket was like 15, 12 cents probably. So, <clears throat> but when these guys fight again, it's going to be a bloodbath. The first fight went to the judges. The second fight, hit, uh, DeAndre Wilder's corner threw in the towel. And you can see it. Like, you can see Tyson Fury was busting him over. Like, he was doing what he wanted to him, and he was just giving him a business. Uh, uh, Wilder said he wanted to go out on the shield, which, you know, at that time, you know, that, that's what you do. You know, I'm, hey, you know, don't, don't throw in no towel. I'm going to fight until I can't. And a real fighter, I'm not going to say he was lying, because a real fighter, that's how it is. Yo, I'm going out on my back or you know i'm a witness like leave me because one thing about wilder he's one punch away from winning it but from what i saw it didn't look like he was able to throw a punch let alone stand and be able to um deliver it the way he normally could he just looked off balance and i think a lot of it was the pressure of you beat fury you're undefeated you've been champion for five years you're now the man. You're the face of the whole thing. It's not um, uh, Anthony Joshua who um, already lost his title to a guy in worse shape than me, it looked like. So you would have been the man. And now, you know, just like Mike Tyson, he lost. 
and it's how he bounces back. Holyfield's lost fights, he bounced back. Ali lost fights, he bounced back. Um, Foreman took almost took Foreman thirty years to bounce back. Uh, Frazier, I feel like never really bounced back. Sometimes you don't bounce back after a big cash drop, you know, uh, a loss. Sometimes you just don't return the form. Sometimes you, just, you go from being a great fighter to, you know, all right, you can beat the average Joe, but you still can't beat the studs. And if you look at it, Wilder, 34 years old, uh, Fury, um, 20, uh, not 31 years old, a little bit of an age difference, not a ton. And by the time they fight again, he's probably going to be a year older or two, depending on when they decide to set the fight. So, I will see part three, and I will stay awake, but I was tired last night, and I passed out. That was my first old man moment, and it was weird. <laughs> so hopefully I don't do that again. Today's show is going to be pretty uh, pretty straightforward, nothing special, a uh, little NBA, a little baseball. I'm going to try to throw in some football here and there. Uh, today's music, very, uh, not somber, but just hip-hop driven and not over-the-top hip-hop. Like, I'm not going to... Throw in any three six mafias. Uh, you already heard some childish Gambino. Uh, we're gonna throw. In, um, have some Kanye, uh, Diddy. Uh, who else do I have? Who else looking at my list? Um, some Mace. I got Mace on the box today. So just chill, chill, chill hip hop, if you will, because this is uh, WWDRS Radio slash the podcast. I'm your host, Brent Reed, and it is 15 past the hour, and we will be back with more Downright Sports Radio, the podcast. Smooth Jazz, CD 1.5. No, I'm joking. We'll be right back. <laughs> Stadium status. My big brother was Big's brother. Used to be Dame and Big's brother. Who was hip hop brother? Who was no ID friend? No ID my mentor. And I let the story begin. It's the hard knock life to a sellout. Picture us in the mall, copping iceberg and yell out, Jigger. Yeah, that's a weird yell out, yell out. You know the name, do I gotta spell out or tell about J A Y? And yay, so shy that he won't even step to his idol to say hi. Standing there like a mime and let the chance pass by. Back of my mind, he could change your life. With all these beats I did, at least let him hear. At least you could brag to your friends back at the gig. But he got me out my mama crib. Then he helped me get my mama a crib. Big brother was Big's brother. Used to be Dame and Big's brother. Who was hip-hop brother? Who was no ID friend? No ID my mentor. Now let the story begin. Begin. Let the story begin. If you feel the way I feel, why don't you wave your hands? Fresh off the plane, I'm off the baseline. Nothing handed out, I'm about to take mine. Around the same time of that blueprint one. And these beats in my pocket was that blueprint form. I play my little songs in that old back room. Hear Bob his head and say, damn, oh, that's you. But by the black album, I was blacking out. 
party at SOBs and we had packed the crowd. Big brother got a show up in Madison Square. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we gon' be there. But not only did I not get a chance to spit it, Colleen told me I could buy two tickets. I guess Big Brother was thinking a little different and kept Little Brother at bay at a distance. But everything that I felt was more focused, only made me more focused, only wrote more potent. Only thing I want to know is why I get looked over. I guess I understand when I get more older. Big Brother saw me at the bottom of the totem. Now I'm on the top and everybody on the scrotum. My Big Brother was Big Brother. Used to be Dame and Big's brother. Who was hip hop brother? Who was no ID friend? No ID my mentor. Now let the story begin. Begin. Let the story begin. If you feel the way I feel, why won't you wave your hands? Have you ever. Hey, welcome back. Um, so, let's just jump into it. No, uh, no segue. So. The NBA is going on right now, and it's past the All-Star break, so the NBA is in full swing, and <laughs> there's a lot of crap, and I don't mean to call it crap, but it's pretty much like the NBA is, i tell you what, boy, if anything, they could find a way to make up a storyline when um, there isn't any there. I, could, I can honestly say that. So... You got this season going on right now, and once again, uh, right on schedule, Kyrie Irving is out. Kyrie Irving is out for the season with shoulder surgery, and he's got so- shoulder problems. And, you know, <laughs> when the Knicks didn't sign him, boy, I was like, yeah, I'm not too upset about that one. The Kevin Durant one I wanted them to get, but I wasn't upset to get Kyrie Irving because Kyrie Irving – was a walking Knicks player waiting to happen. Overplayed, sitting on the bench, and he would get either cut, release, or traded, and he'll ball out somewhere else. So, Brooklyn, that's your headache now. Um, He hasn't done anything outside of playing with LeBron James of real significance on the court. I'm going to be real. If I was a general manager, I would recognize his game is strong. I would recognize his ball handling is uh, top-notch. His scoring is incredible. But he, if if you, I don't know if this is analytical or this is just common sense, he, what it takes for him to score is not helpful. Like a James Harden. If your player, your if your best scorer needs to dribble around for for the shot clock is what twenty four seconds. If he needs to dribble around for uh, eighteen of that, he is not the answer to your problems. I can guarantee that you'll never win a championship with a guy like that. Brent, you're wrong. He won a championship in Cleveland. He won a championship in Cleveland after the league sabotaged. Golden State by giving Draymond Green a stupid technical foul. He had to sit out and couldn't play in a game. I thought that was just a farce and was ridiculous. And not to mention, his teammate was LeBron James. Need I say more? So, you you you, you see the situation, and you, you look what he did in, for Boston. Boston trades for him. 
He did absolutely nothing. In fact, the year where he because the year he got traded to Boston, he didn't play his first year, and then the year he could play, the team was worse with him than without him. Funny. How about that? Why does that matter? Because Brooklyn is worse with him than without him. And I'd be if I was Brooklyn and I knew I was going to sign Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant wasn't going to play. Like honest to God, if Kevin Durant, and I knew KD wasn't going to play this year, I would not have signed him. I just wouldn't. And whatever effectuation Kevin Durant has from because this new buddy buddy NBA, I'm only going to sign if my friend signs. I have to be on the same team as my friend. I'm not signing Kevin Durant either because if you can't come on my t- if you if the money ain't good enough then you could go kick rocks and you could sign with the Clippers or with the Lakers or with Golden State or whatever. <coughs> he should have just stayed. He honestly should have stayed in Golden State to tell you the truth. But it, Kyrie Irving, you look at his career. He's 27 years old. He's never played 82 games. The most he's ever played was 75, and that was once in his career. He averages around 60 games. I'm sorry, they pay you for 82. And um, as far as his track record goes, leading teams into the playoffs, it is crap. It, it, the the years, he, the three years or four years he played in Cleveland before LeBron showed up, they never had a winning record. When he played the, the 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 full season, he played for Boston. They finished. They were the, the the two seed the first year. They finished like as the six seed. And now with Brooklyn, they have a worse record than they did when they made the playoffs last year. So what benefit does he do other than show up, say ridiculous statements like the Earth is flat and things like that? And then the NBA players voted him their president. <laughs> Like who was who's doing? Did he just do the voting by himself? Like, I know he attended. I know he attended Duke, but did he go to any classes? You know what I'm saying? Like that's where, that's where I'm at on the situation. So, uh, you know, I know I'm gonna get my Kyrie haters out there, but you're you're a fool or you're an idiot if you look at Kyrie Irving. You think he's the difference maker for you? Yeah, you can kick rocks, and now the team. He's abandoning the team again. He's hurt, whatever. He's abandoning the team again, and now the team's got to go in a different direction. And the team had a point guard last year that was younger than him, that was healthier than him, and led them into the playoffs. It could have just kept him. Honestly, could have kept him and would have got the same results because they're almost the same players that one's younger and got his team to the playoffs. Come on, man. What are we doing out here? And then... When you got the negative in Kyrie, you got the positive in Trey Young. That kid is special. That kid is something. That kid is different. That kid is different. He, <laughs> Atlanta, I don't know if you know what you got in that young man. He dropped 50 the other night. He's been in the league for two years, and he is, uh, he is marquee. He is what I would like to deem as, a, he's showtime worthy. You know, I don't throw that title out to a lot of people, but he's got it, man. <clears throat> and if he had just a little bit of help, where would the, that? That's where I want to see him. Where you get him some help, and how was his different? Because right now he don't need to give the ball to anybody. That team is trash, and it's his. And I <laughs> and I'm a player. My little trash plays all I want. But what happens when you get that boy some help? What differences can he make? Because he could, he could, he could dish it, and he don't, he doesn't need. He's got that Steph Curry gene. I don't need to dribble the ball twenty eight times. 
I just get to the basket on two moves, or I'll pull this thing up from the halfway mark, and I'm a J. I'm a just J. U. Right here, boom! Like that's how good of a ball player that kid is. Like you, you, you got to be ready when you're pl- facing him. And I'm saying to myself, like, damn, when will he get some help? Because Atlanta's gonna roll the money out of Atlanta. Let him slip away. Everybody in that organization should be fired, <laughs> including the ownership. Um, the year he is potential to be a free agent, uh, Jimmy Butler, which is not far from here, it's like 2020, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, and Zion maybe are all potential free agents that year. If I'm Atlanta, I'm not signing any of those guys because none of them are coming, but maybe Zion. Unless what Zion's doing down in New Orleans is something special. He's that team went from being doormats to now being all right, we gotta be we gotta prepare. He's got them in contention. Like they're is in serious talk of making the playoffs because of Zion. So I don't see that matchup happening. But if I'm Trey Young and my contract comes up and I know everybody take the money. Nah, don't take the money. Don't take the money. You'll make the money. Trust me, you'll make that money. When your time comes up, you need to be like, you you need to look and go, huh, where should I go play? Where should, where's my best chance to, because he needs to be a winner. He needs to be somewhere where he can win. And I tell you what, if I'm the Toronto Raptors, I'm trying to find a way to get him up here in Toronto and play with this core group of guys I had before. It's all said and done because Toronto, you ain't winning no more championships. Kawhi Leonard ain't walking through them doors. Hell, Chris Bosh, Vince Carter ain't walking through them doors. So you better find something to do um, to get that done. But, yeah, if I'm Trey Young, I'm not resigning with nothing until I got some certainty that I got uh, that you guys are going to either draft me some help or go get me some help. Like, I'm talking a stud like me. Like, that's, that's what they need to do. Like, that's how good – he's going to get them into the playoffs one year. Like, he's just going to ball out, and he'll get them there. Seriously. I can see it coming. Uh, think about this. The Phoenix Suns and the Kings passed on him. And who they get, who they have, I don't even, you don't know that – I don't even think one – I think Willie Cauley-Stein was drafted ahead of him, and he ain't even on the damn team no more. <laughs> so – that's crazy. So my hat's off to Trey Young. Yeah, for every for every you know, there's a couple of young guys in this league now that's going to make the league more exciting and you know fan driven and you know it's not gonna it's not gonna be about me 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 and more about team team team. You know the Phoenix the seven the 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 seventy sixes is learning that now. We would have to talk about them in another day. But um, we're going to wrap the show up in the next segment. When we come back, I'm going to talk baseball. My favorite. And uh, we're going to uh, wrap this show up. I went a little long on the fighting and some other stuff. But we'll be re- uh, we're going to throw a little mace for you. Some uh, feel so good. Bad, 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 bad boy. We'll be right back. You ready, mace? Party people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time. For us to... Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 
What you know about going out? Head wet, red legs, TVs, all up in the headrest. Try and live it up. Rock jewel, bigger truck. Peace all glittered up. Stickle kid, nigga, what? Uh-huh. Jig with a cut. Ship crisp, spit it up. Hose rock, get your nut till I can't get it up. <laughs> I'm a big man. Get this man room. I done hit everything from Cancun to Grand Tune. Why you stand on the wall? Hand on your balls. Lighting up drugs. Always fighting in the club. I'm the reason they made the dress code. They figure out what and why when I'm in my fresh clothes. Dressed as I suppose from my neck to my toes. Neck full of gold. Baguettes in my rose. Rec shows. Collect those extra O's. By the heat, get it. Key to the Lex to hold East, West, every state Come on, bury the hate Millions, the only thing We in the heavy to make Whether from the ex-friend In the Lex or Benz Let's begin Bring this BS to an end Come on Understand we be wide kiki, sipping DP to the TV, look greedy. Uh-huh. Little kids see me way out in DC with a Z3 chrome BBs. They wanna be me. Niggas talking shit, they ought to quit. Unfortunate, they don't see a fourth what I get. And those be the same ones walking while I whip. Just started seeing cars cause they auction it. So why you daydream? Mama say they gleam, and I deal with hoes that pose in Maybelline. One time you had it all. I ain't mad at y'all, now give me the catalog. I show you how daddy ball. Six cars in power to five big stars. Sit up CEO. Smoking on cigars, uh-huh. nigga. It's like y'all be talking funny. I don't understand language of people with short money. Come on now. Thanks a lot for listening to this a little house cleaning. So uh, if you listen on SoundCloud or Google Play, just hit the like button. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment and just say you like the show. That's easy. Uh, also hit us up at uh, Instagram at Downright Sports or at Twitter at Brent Reed 18 Check out the YouTube channel at Downright Sports. Uh, we're trying to gotta do something, man. You know, got to do something. Or Soon enough, I'll be taking a leap. Walking away. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all for uh, listening to this show. It's been uh, fun. I'm fighting something. Uh, I don't. I think my body's trying to get sick because I can feel it, and I'm trying to like, come on, like not now. I've been doing so good, and then with my um, anxiety and paranoia, and then they talk, you know, the the, the virus that. I'm the most fortunate people are getting all across the world and in China. Like, oh, America may be getting them. Like, oh my God, do I have it? So <laughs> I really, I can't live like that. Uh, it's just not enough for me. I don't, I don't want to go out like that. Uh, but I'll talk about something that makes me happy, and that's baseball. Baseball is back. Spring training, spring training uh, started uh, yesterday. First game started yesterday. Believe it or not, um, I'm not gonna break down the games. Well, so and so look good on the plate. No, I'm not doing that. But uh small stuff real quick. ESPN is going to a two man booth. Uh they had three people originally. They're going to just two. Uh Rodriguez will be the Alex Rodriguez will be the sole analyst in the booth. Um I, I think sports need just two people in the booth. Um that three person thing is just a lot, you know, what do you need three people for? Unless you got one there for comic relief, but you know, two is enough. You know, three is a crowd. Is that all saying? So you know, 
we'll see how that works out for ESPN. But they seem to like A Rod, and so does everybody else. Apparently, the guys everywhere. He works for like nine different places. Um, and then uh, let's get to the nitty gritty. Houston, their crap still goes on. For those of you that may not know, uh, the Houston Astros got caught for cheating uh, in 2017, the year they won the World Series by stealing sig- using technology to steal signals and using a drum, believe it or not, to give away what the signal was. I'm starting, you know, <laughs> I know all the players are up in arms and everybody's like, you know, we need to, we need to rebel. But I want to know if it really mattered. Like, how fast? First of all, were they stealing the signs early and then using them or like was it real time like they could see the sign the guy threw they knew it and then just started do, 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 banging and you know what they I guess there was a rule in place but just because you know what's coming doesn't mean you um just you know just because you know what's coming doesn't mean you're supposed to be that successful with it and that's kind of how I'm looking at it, because if that's the case, then why in the blue cheese didn't they just, like, why didn't they do it in 2018? And the, the why didn't they win the World Series this past year? Some must say, oh, everybody would change their signs every day. Well, there you go. It looks like people caught on and started changing their stupid signs. I coached and I played, and I look for any edge I could get. Um, I didn't use technology because I didn't have the technology to use. But I swear, I've played and coached side-by-side a lot of people that, you know, you look for the edges, man, and you look for any advantage you could get at any given moment. And and, and when you're trying to win, nobody is thinking about the, the, the aftermath. You just, you win, and then you go from there. And I think in this case, um, the commissioner who's been getting punked like a little schoolboy, needs to step up, go to the microphone, look into the camera, and literally tell every major league ball player to shut up and stop crying, or I will expose you for the fraud you are for all the ones who um, fail drug tests or for all the ones of you who cheat on your wife. Like, how dare you stand up there at that podium or when that person brings you that microphone and you sound sanctimonious. And you know what I'm saying? Because you, you, your gloves are so white. Get the trunk door out of here. Enough's enough. Enough. No more of this. you just throwing shade. Because every single major league ball player who would have played. If you were on the Houston Rock, at Rock Astros, you wouldn't have said a word and you would have took the championship and you would have loved it and you would have shut your mouth and collected a check because I would have done the exact same and I am no better than anybody else. I'm here to tell you. So um, they need to stop. They really do. And they need to figure out a better uh, answer than the crap that they came up with. So... That's what I think. I need to hear more that this was that that, that they got that they had that much of an advantage because they had that much of an advantage. They should have won a hundred and sixty-two games that year. I don't like what they just took. Oh, they only did it at home. Oh, okay, whatever. Cut the crap. <laughs> Cut the crap. Uh, on a positive note, I was trying to look and see 
Baseball needs a face. Baseball, to, to continue um, going forward, needs a face. Um, they need to put somebody front and center. They, they got to do something. They need a voice. They need somebody. They need their LeBron. They need their uh, Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby. They need their uh, the guy. They need that guy. And I took a look. The top jersey sellers and Aaron Judge, Bryce Harper, uh, one and two in that. And it, this time for baseball to embrace Aaron Judge. It really is. It's time for reporters to do it. It's time for the league to do it. He needs to be everywhere. He needs to be in Jimmy Fallon. The kid's funny. He's a funny guy. Um, but they need to embrace him before it's too late and make him the megastar he is. He's been in the playoffs twice or three times already. He's hit 59 home runs. He's he's ready. And I think baseball need and with, make him your American League face make uh, Bryce Harper your National League face. And they need to do that because if not, you know, because basically in today's culture with social media and everything, you need need standout people. You need people that people can relate to. And when they're walking down the street, they go, oh, I know who that is. And that's what they're going to have to start doing. But in any case, we're going to wrap it up. Um, Thank you all for listening. Again, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Subscribe, leave a comment, tell me what you think, and uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, a new downright sports this Wednesday. So, we'll see how that goes as long as I record it correctly. That yawn was deep. I felt that one. So, I'm going to get up now and go walk the dogs and uh, get myself ready for another Sunday. Sunday, bloody Sunday. A little YouTube. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to play a little ditty to close the show out. You guys enjoy. Be safe out there. Induces. Come to me. I can be what you need. Oh, baby. This bad boy, bitch. Feels good to be back. I miss you. Relax your mind. Let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with the sounds of the BBE. You know what time it is. Feel like the corner of my eye, leaning on the wall, looking fly. I, I want you to come be with me. You're the only one I wanna talk to, but I don't wanna rush. I'm back in the building. Security straps still stacking a million. Stunt with a stallion, something Italian. Or maybe Puerto Rican, you could catch me in Paris. I'm in it to win and I'm willing to carry. The game, if you think I'm not, look at the carrot. Pop up clean up out of the phantom. The people go screaming like an opera anthem. I did it before, do it again. I got it to blow, got it to spin. Flies before, cool as the wind. Got hits, go back like juice and gin. Shine the best and down. I'm in necklaces, my extravagant taste and style perplexes. Uh-huh. Him. They know I'm the shit, they wanna get next to uh-huh. him. She having a stick, cause she wanna get next to him. Yeah, you know my name. You know my motherfucking name.